Oh, yeah. I think I just hit puberty. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Music Guy Podcast. It's episode 50. Mike, we've been doing this podcast for over think, a year. like a good amount over a year yeah. now, right? We started August 16th, 2019. What simple times Jeez. they were. Yeah, when you could like go outside and play with your friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, and man, I mean, this has been, it's been a bit of a, bit of an anchor for me, a bit of a rock for me during, during COVID, I think, like True having, that. being able to come back to this every week and, and, and have a project to work on when, when times were kind of slow. Um, we thought it would be a great thing to just celebrate, uh, kind of our, our quote unquote one year anniversary, although it's been more like, uh, I guess 14, uh, 14 months ish. And, uh, you know, 50 episodes in, here we are still rocking it. So, I mean, thanks to you, my friend, first of all, Michael, for, like, being on this journey with me and, uh, you know, making me accountable and and keeping this whole thing going. Accountability, buddy. just an all-around accountability buddy. What's that from? That's from South Park. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they uh, go to a certain camp to... uh, Pray a certain thing away. Pray the gay away? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's no um, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's been just, yeah, it's just been so awesome getting together with you and, yeah. and, and chatting, chatting the biz and chatting music industry. I think we both learned a ton and uh, and just had a, had a blast doing it. It's so, the only thing in the week that I feel like that I do that like feels productive because I'm productive, but it doesn't feel productive. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything other than this podcast. Yeah. Well, some, you know, some weeks, yeah. Some weeks it's the same for me as well, actually. And it's, it's always a highlight. There's always laughs. There's always a good conversation. So most of the time, you know, Um, sometimes. um, Yeah. Most of the time. So yeah, I just wanted to, just wanted to throw that out there to you, my friend. Like, I fucking appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Thanks and for bringing this up because I always wanted to do a podcast. Like, I loved podcasts, but you know me. Like, I always wanted to. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it. You know, but you're like, we should do a right. podcast. And I was like, yes, yes, we should. Yeah, yeah, man. It takes that other person to yep. to make it a real thing. You know, we've talked about that in the context of, of songwriting and, and starting a band and and starting a a collective of people who are working together. So it's like, you can't do things on your own. You gotta, you gotta branch out. You've got to have that, that yin and yang. Yeah. So we talked um, about that in another episode. One of us, is the yin, one of us is the yang. And the question was, Oh, did we, who, who's what though? Who and, is who? Yeah. Right. Which colors, which yeah. two, which, which is white and which is black, which is, you know, even in the yin right. yang sense, I don't know. I, I don't actually know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so here we are. And I mean, here's to, here's to 50 more. Let's, let's keep it going. Uh, this is a podcast about, uh, a couple guys working in the music biz. If, if, uh, if, if this is your first episode checking us out, this is actually gonna be a great one to check out because we're going to go over, uh, the greatest hits. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to hit each episode we've done, uh, in the past and just give a quick synopsis about it. Maybe comment on, on what we liked about it. Uh, and, uh, and reminisce a little bit and give everybody just an idea of, of what this podcast is all about. And, and maybe there's an episode from our past that, uh, 
that you'll you'll be compelled to check out after having listened to this one. So that's sort of the plan for the episode. Um, and I guess, Mike, do you want to talk about sort of what we've got in the works for the future? That's a good question. I mean, it's all in the fucking air. I mean, there's just plenty of things <laughs> that you and I have meant to do. Um, one of the things that uh, I was thinking about, and I was talking to Josh Cohen, a former <clears throat> guest, uh, maybe a future mm. guest too, but he was saying you guys should go swing for the fences and maybe try to get some more, you know, uh, some more ambitious guests, some people that it's like, we don't really know you and you're more successful than us uh, or maybe you're too busy for us, but let's just yeah. message like 20 or 30 of them and see what they uh, see what they say, you know? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And if, if folks who are listening, like if you've got, if you're like, man, I would really like to hear more about this person or hear what they have to say about this, like, please reach out to us. Let us know who you want to hear from and we'll, we'll reach out to them. And I mean, I think like it, it always, um, I'm always pleasantly surprised with how available people actually yes. are when you're sort of, when you come at them, you know, uh, with curiosity and, and, um, and just sort of asking to chat. Like, so I, I think we should be able to get some, some pretty sweet people on the show. Uh, and, and, and more diverse as well. And that was something that we talked about with uh, yes with yeah. RJ on uh, episode thirty nine, I believe it was. It, uh, it was turning into white guy podcast, which is yeah, not so, a good idea. <laughs> so we'll we're gonna yeah we're we've we've had a lot of guests lined up over the past uh, you know handful of episodes, and uh, now that we're sort of uh, at a stage where we need to set up a new batch of guests for future episodes we're going to make that a priority so look out for that fuck yeah representation yeah. matters absolutely yes uh what else we yeah. got uh i mean just the little things here like more questions from you guys uh you know one of the big things that i'm excited about one of my favorite episodes to do was the agenda episode that mm. was one of the best times <laughs> i've had just yeah that was a good one not even on a podcast just just in general, in the last like few generally years. speaking, yeah. Um, and then like more songs of the week too. You know, we're not going to do one this week because we have many things to do. Yeah, this this is a jam packed episode. But every week we do feature a song from uh, an independent artist, uh, an, an original piece of music. It could be any genre. Uh, if you've got some music that you want to have featured on the show, send it our way. Musicguypodcast at gmail and we would love to play it on the show. You can also send us questions to the same email uh, and we would love to send feature those on the show as well. Yeah, send them both together as one email. There or two you separate. go. I like one email it's would be really, efficient, you know? One, one would be preferred. Yeah, yeah you but, don't want to waste emails. You know, we'll, 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 we'll roll with the punches. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, That's what we do here. Um, why don't we jump into the jump into the episodes? Fuck yeah. Um, we're going to skim out, well, not skim over, but quickly hit... Uh, some of the earliest ones that we did, uh, and then we'll move into, uh, I think after episode 14 or so, we actually have audio clips yes. that we're going to be jumping into um, to to really dive into the episode. So yeah. um, let me uh, let me just pull up my handy-dandy list of things here. So episode one, titled About the Guys, this was sort of like a biographical yeah. um, episode for us, and... Um, 
we're just sort of went through, uh, I mean, this was our first even attempt at a podcast episode. Uh, we just sort of went through how we got our start um, in the industry, sort of who we are, what we're about, what we do. Uh, we talked about music school, uh, how we both went to Humber College and sort of discussed whether or not we felt it was worthwhile for everybody to do. Um, we talked a little bit about networking, building a team, um, and uh, we actually uh, d- did kind of a deep dive, on Mike, on on overcoming anxiety, which is something you have a lot of experience with and yes, something sir. that we touched on uh, in episodes. You know uh, who has recently. anxiety as well? The fucking dude who plays Captain America. Blows my mind. Oh, yeah. Like, that happens all the time. I'm reading about someone, successful performer. It's like, oh, they have anxiety. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I can do this. This is in Chris Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. How can you have anxiety and have that many muscles and be that handsome? Mm-hmm. Tell you what, man. It's a it's a it's a powerful, powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't remember it can, anything can be overcome. I I do because I remember editing it oh, very like very meticulously. Like I think yeah. I rem- one of the things I remember most about the show early on was just how much work it was to edit the podcasts. Um, but now as we've gotten a little bit smoother with the flow of things, it, it has become a little bit easier to uh, to edit them. But so if you're interested in just learning about us and sort of hearing us bumble our way through uh, uh, the very first episode ever, that's uh, that's episode one. Do you want to do you want to hit up episode two? Yeah. So episode two is like uh, our first sort of like functional episode where we're like trying to teach something. Uh, it's like, it's pretty much eight tips for backup vocals. I mean, it, we just sort of rant on about, you know, how to be a better backup singer. The funny thing is um, uh, half of these or 75% of these I have no idea about before the episode. Um, so like, <laughs> I mean, what from what I remember, because I'm a bad student, um, is like we we gave you know tips like learn the lead vocal line properly so that when you're singing harmony you're not singing you know like harmony mostly right you know most of the time I'll learn sort of the general outline of the melody but you know if it scoops up to this note you need to scoop up with it that sort of thing uh, that's important I mean there's tons of things like we do mic technique and we talk about you know consonants so if that's something that interests you if you're a backup singer or want to be a backup singer. I think it was pretty good. I mean, I think we were starting to get the hang of it then. Did I edit that yeah. one? Were we doing every other one at that point? <clears throat> I think we were. Yeah. yeah, I believe you did edit yeah. that one. I don't remember anything um, about it um, at all. What do you remember? I remember he, I, I Well, no, I think everything that you just said was, was, uh, was what it was. It was a deeper dive on just some singer kind of tips for people who maybe don't fancy themselves singers. But it's like, here's some ways to sort of get into the the backup vocal game and i mean the most important sentiment of all was like get into the backup vocal game because it's going to get you way more work even if you're not um an excellent singer by any means like you can get something you can get better at it's something you can practice and if you sort of throw yourself into the fire um that i mean and that's another sort of sentiment that is echoed throughout all the episodes we do. But it's like, if you, if you throw yourself into the fire, if you just say, yeah, I can do that. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Even if you're like, I don't know if I can do that. Yep. You, you, you figure it out, you know? So, um, yeah, I remember hearing you edit that episode actually from when we were living together and like, I would hear your voice 
uh, over your speakers and think that you were like talking to me from across the hall and I'd be like, what? <laughs> and then I realized you were editing a podcast. Uh, <laughs> what is so, this next one? Uh, episode, yeah, episode three. Um, this is one that, that I think would be really great to go back to and check out, especially if you uh, checked out our most recent episode about learning a song by ear. Yes. Uh, this is episode three, bare bones music theory. Um, so, we were just um, uh, talking about how to uh, sort of think about music on a, on a theoretical level, just some very basic theory concepts. I think theory is a pretty scary word to a lot of yes. uh, players who like maybe didn't go to school or didn't do RCM or whatever, Royal Conservatory of Music when they were growing up or, or where, wherever you happen to be growing up. Um, and sort of just really breaking it down to like the major scale and the chord scale and the Nashville number system. And I think we also talked about the cage system for guitar, yes, whereby um, by learning how to play in the key of C, A, G, E, and D, you can, uh, you know, by using a capo or by using different uh, bar chord shapes, you can essentially play in any key uh, for, for any song. So the- really some really good information there in terms of just, you know, learning how to communicate with your fellow bandmates a little bit more easily. And, uh, and you know, if you ever wonder what the heck people are talking about when they said one, four, five, um, you'll find out yeah, I mean, in this episode. The, the nice thing about it, too, I remember being <clears throat> excited. This is kind of one of the things that I'm excited to teach my students when they want to go there. Or just like <clears throat> like people. You know, it's like the kind of stuff that if I'm working with someone, I wish that they knew because things would be so much easier for them, you know? It's like music yeah. theory is you only learn as much as you need, right? And like we just went through what is the things that pretty much everyone will need, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I, I was really excited about that one. That was, I think that was the first one we were starting to hit our stride too. I think I said that about the last one, but you know, we were making it happen. <laughs> what's, what's the next one? So we're going behind here. We got to rush um, through these. Yeah, yeah. So episode four was conversations with the agenda. Yes. This is your, this is, I think when we really started to hit our stride. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is iconic. Uh, So we were all, uh, we were in the midst of doing a run of Christmas concerts. So this was. Was it Christmas uh, or Magna Hoedown? Sorry, sorry. Sorry, you're right. Magna Hoedown. Right, right, right. Christmas is in September. September. (laughs) Christmas uh, was, was a few months, few months away still. Um, So. Yeah, we all met up in a hotel room in uh, the New Market area, uh, and you brought a big um, Digio Two Eight input interface, S- if I recall. Classic and, and set up, uh, yeah, classic piece of gear. S fifty eights for all vintage, even yeah, bunch of fifty eights, bunch of cables everywhere, a couple of vodka sodas, and uh, we we just hung out and just talked. Um, not not a very scripted episode. We just sort of chatted about what we do as a as a production team and as a musical sort of group and band, and just had some laughs and and hung out and chatted. And I thought, yeah, it was it was one of the most difficult episodes to edit. I was just I'll say that, because yeah. there's so many so many microphones and and uh, and just a lot of of stuff to parse through. But and inappropriateness. Uh, one of the most there was plenty yeah. of things that we said. It's like you can't 
plenty of things got got yeah got snapped for sure. Can't do but one that. certainly one of the most fun episodes. We got to do that again. That's um, good. That's got to happen again. I and mean, it actually kind of connects into episode five, which I think we split it into two episodes. Yeah. And uh, so the conversation continues in episode five. But we're joined by uh, Tom Cross, who's a music manager handling. Uh, uh, the artist Beverly Mahood and um, uh, Lace back in the 90s, Kenny Munshaw, Leah Daniels. Tom's worked with David Foster. Uh, he's He's got a, a, a storied career and he's uh, a, a great hang, uh, a great, great oh guy God. to talk to and has a lot has a lot of, of wisdom, but also like a lot of insight into yes. what uh, is working uh, now. So he walked in the yeah. door too. like we were we were doing the agenda podcast. And, you know, he walked in the yeah. door, he's like, oh, are you guys doing a podcast? And then we're like, yeah, just come fucking hang. And it was like probably, like, we probably talked between the yeah. agenda and him for like four or five hours. Um, It was a lot. Yeah, a lot. that was a, that was a good one. Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, well, I think he was tipped off to the fact that we were doing a podcast by Will. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would. And then he pretended to just kind of, I know, fucking love happen upon our, Tom, Tom's, our a, Tom's a group. Yeah. We should have oh, yeah, Tom was, on as was a so guest, awesome. like it officially so awesome. be organized. That would be a great yeah. thing to do as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so and Beverly as well. We still, have, yes. we still have yet to have Beverly on the show. Beverly's a great yeah. hang. Um, so, uh, we have the next one being what you should know about recording. Uh, which is almost the recording equivalent of, of the bare bones music theory thing. It's like you don't know anything about recording, or maybe you mm. kind of do, but you know, like you don't know what you're missing in terms of stuff. You know, you're a beginner, uh, and we kind of just, you know, went went on about um, like stuff we you should know, but also stuff that you should know about like the bigger budget stuff. If you're like an artist and you're like, you know paying for these things like mixing and mastering and recording it's like what what are these things what's involved in them you know what to expect so you can be like a little bit more informed maybe Mm -hmm. in how you're paying i don't know if we mentioned money um did we i I have no idea i don't remember these things it was yeah it was more than a year ago (laughs) Uh, i think it was more to do with (laughs) yeah i think it was more to do with like what do these terms actually mean uh, uh, what are the expectations? What is this person's job? You know, what is my producer's yes. job? What is my, what is the mixing engineer's job? Um, and you know, how can we, how can we better understand these roles so that we can, uh, work better with these people if we're musicians on the job or artists, um, trying to record and what can we learn from each role and incorporate ourselves to either make the process faster or maybe save ourselves a little bit of money or or time or or both uh this next one is quite funny so there was (laughs) a uh month long hiatus uh because of a certain thing in this next episode so we did what you should know about recording and then the next episode is home recording on a budget and we didn't post one for (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for a month because we had bed bugs. Remember that? Yes. That was the best. The place was getting fumigated. I was on tour. <sighs> yeah. Things were things were getting things were getting a little little hairy, so we yeah. uh, we we didn't get an episode in for quite a while, but uh, um so this was more of an a, a um specific 
sort of episode where we'd gone over the overview of what the recording process involves. And then this one was like, how can you do all those things yourself sure, and yeah. spend as little money as possible? So we actually get into talking about some gear and some software uh, and some approaches where you can really, I mean, now more than ever, and I'm you know not the first person to say this, but like you can do all the recording stuff from home with a laptop, one microphone, and a little interface. And so this this episode is a real deep dive, and on, we have a on list how to accomplish that in the yes. in the show notes on the actual website musicguidepodcast.com. Uh, episode seven, we have a download of a gear list of what you talk about. You know, so what you could look on. Well, you could. I, I'm pretty sure we involve. Uh, we include like a used price and a new price. Uh, one thing mm. to consider as well, too, if you listen to Billie Eilish's first and second record, I don't think she has a third yet. Th- those are done in a bedroom with her brother. You know, and there you go. They're yeah. they're massive. You know, <laughs> so you could do this, and they're not. They don't have expensive gear. That family was not a wealthy family. Her parents actually, they bought a two bedroom house. And they slept in the living room their entire lives so that Billy and her brother could have a bedroom each. So they're not wealthy. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Well, there you go. So you too can be Billy Eilish. Uh Billy Eilish. But <laughs> just by listening to our, our podcast. Uh, yes. Yes. How how amazing is that? Uh this next one is kind of I mean, I don't really remember anything about the next one. It's a Q&A episode. It's our first Q&A episode. Um, so, I mean, there, we wouldn't remember what's in it. I mean, I remember it was it was fun. We had lots of questions because it was our first one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've done a handful of these now, and they're always some of the most fun episodes to do. Um, and we'll, we'll have another uh, in the near future, I would expect. So... If you like a little bit of variety, a little bit of, uh, you know, tomfoolery, some hot takes, uh, some some hot burning takes. questions. Uh, I like burning questions. Go back to ep- episode episode eight, uh, Q&A number one. This is a side note, yeah. but um, so do you listen to the Spittin' Chicklets podcast? Well, occasionally I do, yeah. Do you, have you ever tried yeah, Pink Wendy? I do. Uh, yes. It's real dangerous. It's, I had it the other day. It's disgusting. Sorry? Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, uh, side. If you pop some bubbly in that, like not champagne, but yeah. actual bubbly, my buddy was like okay. doing that. Like I went over to his house the other day and, you know, he was mixing like, you know, half Pink Whitney, half bubbly. And like it was like yeah. a shot and a half in each. And I had like four of those in maybe like an hour. And I was like, man, this is yeah. really good. Like, you know, like this must not be much percent, but it's 35%. I got real fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and then the next day you probably had a throbbing headache and couldn't see. Yeah, I and mean, that's, uh, uh, I I don't know. It's kind of almost vodka water, so it was it was pretty good. I every so often with hangovers, you kind of cheat the devil, you know. Oh yeah, you weren't too bad. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, that stuff's gross. I've I've had it a couple times. As soon as I tasted it, I was like, yeah, this is not something I can. I'm gonna make you to a drink pink Whitney and bubbly, and you're gonna hangover love it. hangover in a glass. Yeah. But uh, light beer, man. Sticking to <laughs> really, I'm, gonna, You're I'm an old, old guy. Shit, yeah, I'm an old guy now. I get it. I get it now. I get yeah. light beer now. Yeah. I'm a I vodka water guy, and that is vodka like water, uber white vodka soda, uh, light beer. You know, because it's like yeah. it's just the alcohol, 
and water. Yeah. You know? And it's yeah. Or, it's you know, like a nice glass of wine or whatever. But even like, man, you get a couple glasses of wine in you and you're bad hangover, it's time man. for bed. Lots of sugar, man. But ain't got a hangover yet. Unless it's a good high quality wine, yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, the higher well, I mean, any any alcoholic, the the higher quality it is the less uh I mean, if you drink enough of it, you're gonna get sick, but like it, it won't it won't give you as much of a hangover. That being yeah. said, speaking of I don't know fancy things, because I was gonna say that I don't know your fancy wine things. I'm a cheap man. And the next episode, yeah. I was real jacked up about. I was the expert <laughs> on this one. It was let's yeah. talk about money uh, with yeah. an exclamation mark, which is yeah. super cringe. I love it. Um, yeah. Exactly. But uh, we just talked about like, uh, we talked about not just being cheap, but that was like my contribution. You know, like we, we I think we even went through my diet. I'm pretty sure. Is that the one that we did that one? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can eat for $38 Canadian a week and I eat like a king. Um, <laughs> and by, I mean, I eat like a king who eats a lot of food that's not of, not very tasty. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, we talked about, you know, how to ne- not negotiate, but like how the the rules are set with money and how to not be shady about money as a musician. And it was good. Yeah, tried to tried to debug the best we could, like the the uh, whole process of of getting paid to do what you do, and and just sort of try, yeah, try not to be weird about it. I remember I was kind of a, I was kind of grumpy. I feel that day. I remember really? listening back to that episode and being like, oh, I don't know if I came across the best. Ah, whatever. But I but some the, of our uh, recent ones, I've it's been like, man, Mike, you're real negative. I've been doing the clips for so long. I'm like, man, Mike, you're going through a rough time then. Oh dear, oh man. Well, we'll we'll hear uh, we'll hear some of those, I guess, <laughs> coming up shortly. Yeah, we will. Uh, uh, number ten was uh, a mixing audio. This was when we did the ten step mix on the YouTube. series, which I st- yeah, which I still get feedback from uh, the odd time, which is great. Um, so hopefully, it's been a really good resource for people. And this is uh, uh, available in the show notes of this episode. I'm pretty sure, and on the YouTube just channel. Check that. Yep. Yeah, uh, I just and, sent and of this course, to yeah, someone, on our actually. on our YouTube. Video. I sent uh, yeah. someone was asking about particularly the way you mix. Like, oh, I don't know how he gets that sounding like that. I'm like, he has a yeah. video. Uh, here it is. Here's uh, mix. Here's all of my settings, and there's a template file you can download if you're a Pro Tools user. And we we just break down the mixing process into ten steps and. Uh, yeah, I think it's been super helpful for 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 the folks who have checked it out, and I think it's been super helpful for me personally just to put into words, yes, up the what the process is, and then to go back and sort of be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think when you actually sort of formulate your ideas, you get you sort of learn from that process and get better at um, at the thing that you're trying to teach. Do you, you got better at uh, guitar yourself. by teaching guitar? I think I did. Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. So it's yeah. the same with mixing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. So what? if you're interested in a, in a deeper dive in the mixing world, and this is all in the box, by the way, I don't use any. Um, you don't whip out the Neve outboard gear. You didn't. Have. I do have. A, I do have a Neve clone preamp. There you for go. My microphone. But you don't have but, like a Neve console but, that's filled with bed bugs, because correct. You, you know, yeah. Yeah. Bed bugs. Fun yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. No. No. There's no. There's no. Uh, this is a very budget friendly sort of thing um as is everything and, we do uh, yeah of course man we're um, we're we're cheap as we're fuck. conscious of that stuff. um i think yeah. you and me like we we get along in that way really well in many ways but like a lot of people that i meet 
financially they they when they talk about money i'm like i'm just gonna tune this this out because i remember one person i was talking to obviously they weren't a musician they're like yeah eighty thousand dollars a year it's it's hard to live on that I'm like who the fuck are yeah. you talking to yeah, what yeah, are, yeah, exactly. Like, what are you buying for $80,000 a year? Um, That could feed, like, four Michael Hebses. Anyways, the next episode <laughs> is uh, episode 11, uh, songwriting, which I don't remember at all, uh, and I'm not a good songwriter, so I should probably listen to this. <laughs> yeah, like we just talked about the songwriting process, how to uh, how to improve as a as a craft. I think a lot, I think that there's a common misconception with songwriting, somewhat similar to singing. I think where people are just like, well, you're either good at it or you're sure. not. You know, yeah, yeah. it's all it's a mystical kind of talent that some people have it, some people don't. The muse, and I mean, it's like it, it's a craft just like anything else. You spent you know ten thousand hours learning how to play guitar. You're probably pretty darn good at it if you do the same with songwriting. Uh, you can get better at that as well. So just sort of some tips on, on, on how to, uh, yeah, improve as a songwriter. We talk a lot about co-writing and how, how much you can sort of level up your songwriting game by working with others, um, writer's block and how to, how to break through that. And then we do get into a little bit of nitty gritty stuff in terms of how, uh, writing credits splits work. If you're interested in learning about, uh, how to register your songs properly, such that you will get <laughs> some credit and royalties should they uh, generate any money uh, through SoCan or or uh, <laughs> uh, or you know whatever your affiliates are in in your country of residence. Then uh, there's also a lot of information for that in episode eleven. Song there are people who do it for eleven, so something there. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. This next one's kind of funny. Dollars. Uh, Deadbeat yeah. guy podcast. <laughs> episode 12 yeah this is like the first one that was like we'd we'd hit our stride and like well i don't want to say we'd hit our stride i'm sure we haven't even yet we'll be way better like 50 more episodes from now but um yeah. and then we were just like let's do like a real lighthearted one that has nothing to do with music um and yeah i think that was it yeah uh, just off topic i think it was mostly about gaming fuck yeah yeah or just like you know, here's what we like to do when we're not musicking, because sometimes it's fun to uh, have a life, you know, to not talk shop. And uh, and then we did try to tie it all back into how it does relate to our careers. Was this the mo- mo- mostly we're just talking about our favorite video games. Was this the first time <laughs> that we mentioned at some point, like there are certain concepts that like ring throughout all of our episodes and the idea of like a marathon instead of a sprint i don't know if this was the first episode but i remember that became a thing you know we were like it's you know your career is a marathon not a sprint you can't burn yourself out that might have been Mm. a different episode because we always talk about that with your just your work effort but also too with your finances um yeah totally i i'm not 100 percent sure if this was the one we did that but we did use some like um, some theoretical concepts from like games like poker, um, sure. and of course, magic, the gathering, if you're, anybody knows me, uh, you, you know, play, this is play prior a bit of that to your, game, to your streaming. It was prior to streaming. Oh. That's true. But, uh, we do sort of extrapolate some of those, those theoretical concepts and apply them to, uh, career and life. Um, and I, I think it's a, a very interesting topic of conversation cause I'm a huge nerd. So yeah. 
if you are too, check it out. Fuck episode yeah. 12. I, um, go ahead. It looks like this next one is also lighthearted as well. These oh yeah, were, I remember that. I remember this one quite yeah, well. I don't. Yeah, know episode any. thirteen. We this was our this was our uh, our New Year's episode. This is when we uh, said goodbye to twenty nineteen, which was actually a heck of a year for yeah for both of us uh, career wise, especially in comparison to <laughs> twenty twenty. But at the time, we didn't know that, so we were like middle finger to twenty nineteen. Bring on twenty twenty. Exactly yeah. <laughs> so we did our favorite. Uh, Sort of listed our favorite uh, uh, episodes, favorite songs, favorite albums, favorite memories of 2019, and then our most embarrassing moments, uh, worst songs of 2019, worst albums of 2019. Is there anything you don't uh, miss? And just sort of had some fun. Is there anything I don't? You know what I? You know what I will say? And this is the most like. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this is. It's like I'm. I, I feel I'm grateful by saying it, but I did a wedding gig a couple nights ago. And this is like the first wedding gig I've done. This is one of two wedding gigs I've done since March 13th or whatever that fateful day was. Um, And I was packing up gear. I was doing AV uh, and playing as uh, part of a trio. And it was a great day. Everybody was super cool. The, The wedding uh, guests and the and and everybody were super super nice and it just went smoothly. It was just a great gig, uh, but I'm packing up my gear at like twelve thirty. Got an hour and a half drive ahead of me, and I was just like, I'm not used to this anymore. Yep. <laughs> I, can, I don't know if I can do this, yep. man. Um, so, but no, I was super super happy to have the work, and it was just like a reminder of like this is what this is what it used to be like. So. You hopefully know, what it will better, be like in the future hopefully you'll hopefully you will get to be this tired again yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So, true that true that uh what about you uh, what, what are you what do you uh what do you not miss about 2019 not miss about 2019 i mean i'm sure there's something clever i could say i just don't i don't know what that is 2019 was great <laughs> uh it was it was I, it was a very good year for us first bit of 2022 yeah. seemed very promising you know Hey, you know, I don't miss not having a podcast. In Ooh, the I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about That's that? That's true. How about That's that? That's true. That's so hilarious. let's dive into the next. So uh, at this point, we were getting smart enough that we decided to make a clip of each episode uh, so that we could post it on social media. So we're actually going to play that for you right now. This is episode 14. I think you were kind of alluding to this a little bit earlier. This is called yes. Living on the Cheap. We're going to be talking about living on the cheap. I'm a pro at this. You are, and I'm very interested to hear all your strategies and thoughts about how to spend as little money as possible. And when you're in a career like ours where the income is a little bit inconsistent at times, to say the least, and uh, there's not a ton of income coming in in general, you got to make certain sacrifices and you got to be extra diligent about how much money you're spending and, and be real realistic about how much money is coming in. Also too, I feel like I'm always, because I'm a sociopath, (laughs) self-admitted. No, I'm always looking for advantages, you know, over like, like what are the things that will get me ahead? And one of them is not having to make as much money as someone else. Someone who has mm-hmm. to, you know, work a, a their like a day job, and they have.
There was episode 14, Living on the Cheap. So professed sociopath. Like it. Yeah. I think I'm a narcissist, yeah. not a sociopath. You know, but. Okay. Um, but, yes. I mean, so that's the episode I thought that I thought the money one was. The money one was specifically right. about, you know, money in the music industry. That This one is specifically about my expertise being cheap as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and we talk about. How to how to save? How to? How, I think we get into a little bit of investing. If I'm yeah, not we do. We did. Mistaken. Yep. Um, and just to sort of uh, just tips that we have on on how we do manage our finances so that we can enjoy the career that we enjoy. Because at the end of the day, we're all doing this for the love of uh, the love the of the game. You know what I mean? And and you know a lot of a lot of people don't have jobs that they love, but you know we all work because we need the money. So here's how you can. Sort of uh, also, live on the cheap. Like we, it's one of the first times we mentioned the idea of if you have savings and if you're smart with your money, you can be more flexible by taking the gigs you want to take instead of taking the gigs you have to take. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good point too. That's, that was a really big yeah. thing. I think I think you might have brought that up originally, but uh, that's all and, I remember. And just to yeah, but just to um, to highlight again, like how. Um, how effective your budgeting is. How much you? How much it costs you to eat? Thirty-eight dollars a week. Thirty-eight dollars a week, baby. That's yeah. if you and there's eat actually a, there's forty-eight a, if you eat meat. There's a spreadsheet uh, and a list of of all the groceries and the meal plans and everything too. So if you really want to get deep into it, um, there's a lot of information well, there. So. The, the Michael Hebb's dream. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> uh, so let's jump into episode fifteen here. Uh, Oh no, maybe this is the one where we did a bit more of the the investment stuff. This one's called Retirement Greece. Uh, um yeah, this is more the investment one. So sorry, this, these are kind of blurring together for me, but um uh let's let's hear let's hear a little clip from episode 15 Retirement Greece if you're a Simpsons fan. I think you're like me also in the sense of it's not even music per se. It's like just retiring in general. I think I would just, I think that would be me dying. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, if I just stopped doing, like, I love music, but if I just stopped doing things and was like, I'm going to go on a bunch of vacations and eat really terribly and just start playing golf. Yeah. 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 I could never see myself playing golf. Right. Um, I'd rather just die. Um, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't see myself retiring either. But the whole thing is, what are what are we going to do around that time that people would retire? Because your body starts to suck. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that I still would want to be engaging with music every yeah. day, like I am right now. Uh, but there's definitely, you know, certain aspects of this uh, career. I haven't changed my opinion. <laughs> That's a fifteen retirement grease. Rather die, would rather die than retire. Or Mike Hebbs, or play golf. I oh. like golf. Actually, it's good exercise. That's because you're um, old now. That's true. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we did talk about sort of what's sustainable, what's not, in terms of like uh, if you're gigging every weekend, staying out super late. Like you're not gonna be able to do that as you get older, right? No. So, like, how can you maintain a music career later in life? What are we doing to prepare for the future financially and otherwise? Um, setting up sort of 
side hustles and, and getting in more into the studio, doing this podcast and, and starting to rely a little bit less on, on, you know, stuff like bar gigs and, and just making sure that we we have a, a little bit of a plan for the future. You don't have to be super, um, super, super, uh, nitty gritty about it, but just having an idea for like, Hey, you know, I can't, uh, I can't, can't bust it till two in the morning every night. Yeah. Uh, when I'm, when I'm, you know, even in, the, in your thirties, man, I'm starting to <laughs> starting to wear me down. Sometimes. Starting to turn but, the corner, uh, just like COVID. Yeah. So, so, um, <laughs> so check it out. Fifteen retirement grease. You want you want to talk about this next one? Yeah. This this is another one that was kind of I was kind of pumped to talk about because I've had so many of them. Uh, injuries episode sixteen. Um, and oh, I remember right very clearly being like, we are not doctors. Dude, <laughs> yeah, not you said that every few minutes on the show for sure. Well, I don't, I don't want somebody to listen to my advice. Here's a clip, episode sixteen, about injuries. I mean, I think we can sort of touch on uh, some injuries that uh, that that other instrumentalists might deal yeah, with, and yeah. then sort of some general thoughts and uh, our experience maybe with getting treatment, right? treatment yeah, and yeah. solutions and and things like that that being said sure. we are doctors but we've been to a lot of them in the sense of like just our experiences with getting the best care from a doctor mm-hmm. yeah because that was the biggest challenge for me hey that was a well-edited clip i think i really um uh summarized yeah summarized what the episode's episode. all about I'm torn between with the clips, editing them to be like the most amusing to grab the most. Because these are these are from our Instagram, right? Um, Yes. The most amusing to grab people and be like, oh, these guys are cool. Or is it like we should sum up the episode? You know, it's it's a tug of war. It's tough. I mean, I'm definitely not cool. So I am not cool either. But (laughs) we have an hour or two of speaking and something in there's got to be decent. It's got to be funny. Something got to. Funny happened. N- nice little that's, typo that's here. It's probably sense. me. Exercises. Yeah. Ah, I'm not going to change it. Nice. It's there forever. No, God no. Um, episode seventeen. Episode seventeen. Um, we moved into uh, another Q and A episode. Um, now, did we have any specific actual well, questions yeah, we got to? Oh yeah, yeah there's yeah, a lot of all, there's a list of all kinds of stuff. Now. So yeah, wow, this is. We really stepped it up in our show notes. Um, so we talk about social media, how important it is or not. Um, p- playing other people's songs instead of writing your own if you're an artist. We talk a little bit about Final Fantasy VI. Of course. Greatest uh, RPG game of all time. Great score. Um, yeah, we talked about the, the you know first songs we learned, how we warm up before shows. Uh our dream gig, uh, which artists we'd love to play with, living or dead. Mm, um, mm. How to pace your live show. Talk about the worst gigs we've ever done. Uh, Go to electric and acoustic guitars for recording. Um, whether or not we would take those guitars to a gig on the road. And uh, how to become a music producer without going to school. Apparently there's so a secret a lot bonus of, question at the end too. Yeah, I have no idea what that's about. Me neither. It's but probably pretty funny check if, it we, if we check it out and <laughs> you'll mentioned find it. You'll find it at you'll you'll find it. Um, episode seventeen. Don't um, don't blow all your money making that first single and music video for twenty grand or whatever. That's going what down people to, want going you know? down to Nashville yeah. and doing all that stuff. You don't have to do that. Get together with some folks that are on your level. Yep. Furthermore, like you're not going to have the budget or the the, the wherewithal uh, experience to properly promote. Yes. yes. 
that single. So it's just... I always think, just like you said, but I always think of it as the Shakespearean chain of being. Oh, have you ever heard this concept before? I have not. I'm quite excited. So it's a theme in Shakespeare where uh, basically, like, I guess back in, in those times, like medieval times or whatever, yeah. there was a certain chain of being. You were like a peasant, and then, you, you know, the, the rung above that was, you know, whatever, and the rung above that was you whatever. Were like a peasant, and like, then like a knight, then a yeah. lord. Yeah, so yeah, basically, yeah. in a... Shakespearean story or play or whatever, if somebody skips a rung on the chain of being, bad things happen to them. All right, let's jump to 18. Only episode that I wasn't around for. That's true. Yeah, I I, I was on a gig uh, playing with an artist uh, named Genevieve Fisher, who you and I have both worked with. You've, you've played with her as well, right? I don't think I've played with her. I've just, you know, been around her. She's she's a very nice lady. Did, did you not do an acoustic? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else you did an acoustic thing with. Maybe it was well. um. So Jen's a, a a heck of a singer and a songwriter and uh, just a wonderful person uh, to work with and to play music with. And so I, I was on a gig with Jen and I went out to St. Thomas to her beautiful home out there near London, Ontario. And we sat down and did an episode. Here's a little bit of a clip from the episode with Genevieve Fisher, number 18. When I released 1943, the song that I wrote about my Nana, I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't even know if this is going to do well on radio, but I don't really give a shit because I love this song. It's me. It's who I am. I love my Nana. I think that this song deserves to be heard by everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and just advice, be humble, be kind, be you. Like, mm-hmm. don't try to play it up like you're someone you're, you're not because you're not going to go anywhere if you're not you. Truer words never been spoken. That's a great, that's a great clip. Great gal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we do get into a lot of that stuff about writing and, and who you want to be as an artist and how Jen got her start. Uh, and she's complete independent, not signed to a label, but still playing gigs alongside artists who are. Um, she's had uh, multiple top, uh, let me just get the stats here, um, multiple top 20 and top 50 singles at Canadian Country Radio. Um, so, you know, if you're looking to get your start as a, as a country artist, uh, in Canada or, or, or abroad, uh, Jen's a a great, would be, would you, I could not recommend a better role model to, to look up to than, than Genevieve Fisher. So check that episode out. I have an interesting thing. So you're saying country music abroad. And so I do wonder, so say for instance, in Japan, blues music is huge. Mm-hmm. I wonder when country music is going to hit like Japan. Because I think a part of the blues music is like American, you know? Um, yeah. And it's like that that becomes something almost like, I'm going to sound like Andy Scott? Fet- fetishize? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is an Andy Scott word, isn't it? Uh, but yeah. uh, I wonder <laughs> when country is going to be that thing. Because country is very American as well. And also doesn't yeah. have as much of a troubled... Uh, appropriation background still does yeah uh well i know it's pretty big in like australia for example um so i'm and i mean we went to shanghai with nicole ray to play world like a world music festival in shanghai china crazy so you know for other countries country music is world music to them right so 
you go over there and, and play and, and people really get a kick out of it. So I, I think you could, uh, and now with the globalization and the, the internet and being able to sort of be everywhere, um, by being online, you could, you could definitely start a country music career outside of, there you go, of the U S or Canada. Absolutely. Yeah. This next um, episode seems, I don't want to say it's a less good version of a very recent episode we did. <laughs> what, was the, what was the last episode that we did? Was, uh, are we talking quick? about learning learning a song quickly? Yeah. I feel like if you're yeah. going to listen to episode 19, Prepping for Gigs, which, I mean, it, it goes on to stuff that we, we, this is our first sort of crack at it. It's I think it's a little bit more detailed as in like the process, whereas mm. the last episode we did, which would be episode 49, if I'm not mistaken, um, that is like the actual like method, right? 30 episodes later, we actually, yeah, we actually went through uh, how how we did it. We pulled out our guitars, we put a song on, and we learned it. So First time Yeah, but 19, podcast, right, well, let's, let's have a listen. Let's have a look, yeah. a look back into the past here, episode 19, prepping for gigs. Here it is. I have one thing. Wrap it up, yeah. I want to talk about how garbage my memory is. I'm okay. just going to, I'm going to give you an example. So, heading down west to the land of the pines... Uh, something my thumb down North Carolina, something something thumb in, thumb in my way. There you go. And uh, something about headlights. That's it. <laughs> I've been. That's all I know. And I know Rock Me Mama like a wagon wheel. Yeah. Rock Me Mama, any way you feel. Yeah. Uh, something something. Have you ever performed that song vocally? It's come up a lot. You know what I mean? People have been like, you don't know the lyrics to the verse. Yeah, but why would you know that if I'm you haven't sung it before? I'm just saying, I've been playing that song for six years in bars, mm-hmm. not singing the verse, Yeah, but I couldn't, that's all I know of any yeah. verse, or if there's a bridge, I don't, there's no bridge. It's like a chill it's like... <laughs> Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, testament to... To preparation right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a that was a fun episode and and uh I think just sort of highlights um the concept also of like um the level of preparation that you need for certain gigs. Like we talk about low resolution resolution and high resolution learning for songs. Yeah. Um and just sort of how to approach a 40 song bar set versus how to approach an eight song artist gig and what you need to make sure, you know, and, and sort of what you can get away with not knowing if it's, if it's, you know, a ton of material, uh, and how to compress that and and make it manageable rather than sort of tearing your hair out, trying to learn every detail for a gig that, uh, you know, you just don't need to go that far. Well, they wouldn't appreciate uh, those so. details. You know, they wouldn't yeah. even know that you yeah. learned them, you know. And you don't want to burn yourself out. Um, episode episode 20 was a, was a really good one, actually. This is one that I've gotten, still uh, even to this day, a ton of positive feedback on. Uh, I sat down with friend of the show, member of the agenda, Mark Rinkin, to talk uh, wedding band coordination. So this is a little bit more of a... Uh, um, how would I say, like a te- technical episode, but not in the gear sense, but but just more in the band management and gig management sense. Uh, Mark's uh, the the music director for Stereo Flavor, which is a, a pretty, getting to be a pretty darn big uh, wedding band outfit in the Toronto area. 
Uh, let's listen to a little bit of this one, episode 20. Talk a little bit about um, the day of coordination because it's all done through Google Calendar or Google Docs, mm-hmm. right? So I'll get an invite to a gig. It's a Google Calendar event or whatever, and I click on that. And then there's a, sort of a, a rundown explanation of what my responsibilities are in terms of what I need to invoice you guys for and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But then uh, within that is the event sheet, mm-hmm. which is a Google Doc, which is sort of a living document that gets updated as time passes between uh, whoever is the quote-unquote day of coordinator, which could be somebody like Devin or one of your admin people who are uh, communicating with the client and coming up with this very, very detailed schedule. And they're communicating with the venue as well, right? Yep. Coming up with the schedule of when the load-in is, mm-hmm. uh, where we need to be at what time, what's required for audio, what the set list is, what the requests are. So in true Al fashion, I'm just not letting my guests talk at all. Uh, <laughs> well, in true Mike Hebb's fashion, I, all the clips that I've edited is like mostly me. I've gotten yeah, better right. at that. Um, yeah. This one pairs uh, really well with uh, the Devin Potter episode 37. She is, the, yes. is it the, the, I don't know what her, what's her She's the CEO. The CEO? I think she's the, I think she's the CEO of Stereo Flavor. She yeah, does, she does managing as well. Like she manages yeah. Stereo Flavor. Like she's, yeah, she kind of just great. runs the business. Yeah. She just runs yes. shit. That's what she does. Yeah. Um. So that one is, is just sort of, yeah, like how a successful, wedding band is run how much communication exists between um you know the 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 admin side they have an entire admin team and the musical side and the client and just how they have everything organized and set up and what's working so well for them so if you're interested in venturing into the wedding scene or you're curious about how uh, that comes together or if you're uh, a person looking for a band to play at your wedding uh look no further than stereo flavor. And that's go. a, that's yeah, a nice episode as a, to peer into the world of, of just how uh, organized they are and, and the attention to detail that the exists there. So mention, I believe of the living document, which the goes, living document we've mentioned, we reference that. I mean, there, there are many references <laughs> in this podcast. There are many like concepts, just like that idea of the marathon versus the jog and the living document is among them. Very important, mm-hmm. very important idea. Crucial. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Absolutely. Um, you want to hit this next one? Yeah. So this was an interesting one because I remember I brought it up to you and you're like, I don't know if I have anything to talk about with this, but it's funny because I think it's a less structured episode. Um, mm-hmm. It's more like just a discussion of the idea of a musical genius, you know? Um, so like, like, what does it mean to be a genius? Uh, what does it take to be talented? You know, do you think talent is a real thing? And I'm kind of skeptical of it. Um, right. And then, like, is someone who, if they had no talent, you know, if it exists, uh, could they become a genius? Uh, it's it's It was, I really like thinking about these things because I also really like worrying about them, apparently. Um, <laughs> Here's a little clip from... From 21 here. Musical genius examined. One thing that I want to talk about as well, too, is situations that perhaps do influence somebody's almost like talent or or genius level. So you meet kids who started gigging when they were like 14, and those kids are just better than kids who practiced a bunch. 
Mm. Or say, for instance, that's the a fact great point. That you're able to gig all the time. Those gigs make you a better musician. You get the work. That work makes you better. This is one of the things I noticed with Will. Not to knock on Will because I was garbage at this point, but he just took as many finals as he could final for performances or like just for marks. And he's like, I'll just do it for free. And he learned the stuff really well. And he got known as the rock guy. He wasn't particularly anything special at that point, but he started to get him a bunch of gigs mm-hmm. and he rose to the occasion of those gigs. Those gigs taught him things about what he needed to learn. Mm-hmm. And he got more gigs. The gigs made him even better. He found you guys, you guys as a group. I feel like if he didn't find you, he wouldn't be as good because you guys... Yeah. That's the gist of it. Yet again, another Michael Hebbs clip. <laughs> yeah, no, and a, and a great one too. Just sort of saying it's like there's so much, so much that goes into somebody's story, like where they came from, how they got to where they are, and um, and just the difference between real world experience and where that leads you versus um, sitting you in know, a shed, wood shedding in the basement, which is yeah. important as well. But it's like you you got to get out there that's yep. something that's that's I, I i don't know if it's said enough it's still said all the time but it's i don't know if it's said it's enough blamed. it's like you got to get out there yeah you want to have a podcast you want to get good at making podcasts start making them you yeah. know you want you want to play music start playing get out there play some gigs don't be afraid uh, don't be like i'm not ready yet it's like, you're, you're never ready this i'm never true. like yep. i'm never gonna be like you know fully evolved musician pokemon you're never gonna you know be I mean? a like, charizard yeah i'm never gonna be a charizard musician like i'm you always go. you know charmander maybe charmeleon some there you of go. the time yeah. sometimes you know, i feel I like charmeleon a, take a couple steps back sometimes you know back to a little charmander gotta figure it out yeah, you know yeah. you're always working you're always developing and if you don't get out there uh it's it's I, I, you know, you're going to be missing those skills and, uh, and you're going to be missing the ride, man. You're going to be missing the journey. Yeah. That's what it's about. So true dad, true um, dad. beautiful little clip. There. This is uh the next one is, I feel like a rig rundown, um, <laughs> which, uh, it's kind of funny. This is like one of Al's quintessential rants. Um, oh yeah. He rants about how we always say, I feel like. Uh, and I'm sure we've said We're it many millennial times. Millennial phrase. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are we millennials? Is that what we are? Yes, we are. I yep, think I asked 100%. this question on yep. the podcast that we're talking. We're about. right in. The, we're right in yep. there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right in the pocket. But uh, yeah, yep. we say I feel like all the time, and we're big bitches for it. Uh, I don't remember exactly <laughs> the explanation, but it, it it was it was sound. It was good. It's worth listening yep. to. Here's a clip. Boy, howdy! I'll tell you, I have not used. An analog guitar pedal other than my TU2. Yeah, yeah. My tuner. And I have not used an amp in... It's got to be well over a year. Because yeah. I am rocking the Line 6 Helix HX Stomp. Uh-huh. Which is a small one. version of the full floorboard Helix. They have a rack, too. I was looking at it. And rack, all that stuff. It's all the same brains. You can just get it in different sizes with different amounts of yeah. control over what's happening. And you just got the HX Stop as well. Yes. So basically what this does for folks who, who aren't familiar, it's, it's sort of an all-encompassing unit. You may have heard of the Kemper or the Axe Effects yeah. from yeah, yeah. years past. The Line 6 is all the rage. It's affordable. This it's box like is like 800 bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and 800, I might sound like a lot, but this is all your pedals and your yes, amp. Yes, yes. 
So we did do a rundown of, of each of our sort of rigs and what, what kind of gear we're using. And that was me singing the praises of uh, the stop, which, hey, let me tell you, I just played uh, the wedding that I was talking about. I was going to bring my amp because it was like a uh, a trio, it was like a small setting. We weren't really using in-ears or anything. We were just sort of set up in the corner, a couple little PA speakers for vocals, nice quiet uh, show. And it was like, yeah, it'd be nice to have an amp just to sort of you know, feel it, out. feel it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to load up my car, and there was just too much gear. Like, I forgot how much gear you have to bring, even for a smaller gig. Uh, and I was like, there's, and I was giving uh, Anthony the, the DJ a ride as well. So we had a little bit of equipment as well. And I've just got like a little hatchback car. And I was like, there's no way my amp is going to fit. So I guess I'm going to have to, you know, play through the stomp. And it's like, okay, well, the PA is not that big. Like, is it still going to be good? We're, we're monitoring off of like a little 10 inch speaker. So yeah. we're not using ears. We're not going to hear like the full range, man. It still sounded sick. And like Rich was, Rich was saying, I was like, man, your tone was really good. I was like, dude, it's the stomp, oh, baby. baby. So line six, um, I think we mentioned in this episode, we were like, if line six could just sponsor us. And I think that's yeah. part of the reason why I made that clip. I like tagged line six and I'm like, <laughs> hopefully they see this. This will, this will be it. This, this will, will blow it. us up. I, yeah. I used the, the, the picture I used for that clip too was, you know, in Game of Thrones, because I use a GIF for each clip in Game of Thrones yeah. when he's like, not with 10,000 men, could you do this? And I yeah. just crossed out <laughs> men and put pedals. Yeah. Yeah. The the GIFs are, are very funny. It's important, uh, man. That you use. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want to, if you want to, if you want to hear us talk about all the gear that we use, and if you want us to call ourselves out every time we say, I feel like blah, 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 then that one's pretty funny. And actually, one of our listeners made a clip real of that episode yeah all every single time we said it and i wish i had it on call right here how many did it amount to was it like 20 or something uh it was a ton yeah Yeah. and and there was like a little scoreboard of uh which one of us was saying it more it was really funny and i wish i i wish i had it on call right here but i I don't but maybe i'll edit it in for the uh the final version uh of the audio version of this podcast all right let's keep it moving here here we go. This is where it all begins, baby. This is the beginning of the fucking end. Episode 23. <laughs> yeah. And it's when COVID starts. March 22nd, for us at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking this was a joke episode where we were, like, predicting some kind of apocalypse and then it actually nope. happened. But no, this is <laughs> this is uh, this is us actually getting, getting serious about uh, what the situation was for... Uh, for for the world and for specifically musicians at the time, uh, where you could go for financial aid if you needed it, what we were planning to sort of do with our time now that we weren't really working anymore, how to sort of take care of yourself, how to p- plan for uh, the the future. And man, we're still living in it. And I, I mean, a lot of people are resourceful and and people have adapted, but it's been a difficult time for us gigging musicians. And uh, there's definitely going to be some relevant information maybe not on the financial side because you know things have have happened with the cerb and all yes. that stuff and and we're well past all of that mm-hmm. now but uh just in terms of taking care of yourself and, and ideas for for how to manage this because man like let's be real everybody's looking at 2021 as as that's when we're going to be able to do stuff again i don't know about that 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm hunkering down suck. for another year or two of this, yeah. or you know, maybe this is just the the decade of of COVID where we're just sort of playing catch up with this virus and trying to figure out how to how to live with it rather than um, get past know, it. Get past it. So I think it um, might be the end of the world. Um, <clears throat> I'm still on that. Uh, I'm getting in good shape, buying lots of dry yeah. beans. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? One of the financial <laughs> things that actually, and I applied for one of these. I don't know if I can say the name of it, and I don't remember the name of it. We were talking about funds. Um, yeah. Instead of CERB, there are funds, or what, what are they called? Grants? Yeah, grants. Yeah. Um, financial aid. I, I use the, uh, I think it was called the Unison Benefit Fund. And you benefited. Uh, when this first hit, yeah, I emailed them. I said, hey, look, I'm a musician. All my work is gone. I get to do a little bit of work. You you have to sort of say, here's how much money I make. Here's how much um, money I made last year. Yeah, yeah. Here's my tax information. Like, you do have to sort of prove that you work in the field you say you worked. But they were very gracious and very um, generous. And they said, hey, look, here's, here's some money, baby. you know, here's some money because, yeah, this is exactly what this fund is for. And a lot of people are going through hard times right there's now. There's so, multiple ones, so too. Shout outs to shout outs to Unison, and there's a bunch. Yeah, whatever area you're in, wherever you happen to live, uh, you can you can get some help and um, definitely take uh, take well, advantage you, of these services because they they're out there to help you. Yeah, you need some seed money for our OnlyFans, um, you know, to really start <laughs> up the production. You know, you need the yeah, cameras right. and yeah, all that stuff and OnlyFans. It's here's fun. a OnlyFans. Here's a, a clip from episode 23. My co-host, roommate, eater of rice crackers, Michael Hebbs. Hey. <laughs> What's up? How's that intermittent fasting going for you, Mike? Um actually I'm eating earlier than I should. That's what I mean. You haven't eaten at all today. You're starving. Yeah, I mean, I'm eating half an hour earlier than I should, mm. and I'm eating rice crackers. I don't normally buy rice crackers, but the world's ending, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, bit I miss a, rice crackers. Bit of a, <clears throat> but that was pre-apocalypse. Yeah, we we were we were both uh, we were both in a weird place, I think, for that. that oh episode. yeah, uh, episode twenty-four, twenty-four. Direct response to the situation. Yeah, so here's where we got into um, all our teaching was was switching. At least all of mine was switching to video lessons. Uh, I started streaming, um, and we both sort of looked at the the COVID situation. And said, you know what? Like we're gonna figure out what to do. Let's use this time. We've got all this time now. Let's yep. figure out ways to fill it that we're enjoying and that we feel like we could build into. Uh, you know, some sort of an income stream somewhere down the road. It doesn't have to be right away, but we've got this time to um, to start developing some more of these quote unquote side hustles. Mike, Mike's mm. favorite buzz phrase. Let's have a, let's have a listen to the clip here, episode twenty four. Your market now is not just oh, who's in the local area? Who can I drive to? Who can come to me? It's literally the world now. You could teach mm-hmm. someone in China. It's true, like yeah. guitar, um, or like whatever. You know, like you could teach production lessons pretty much over this too, as well. That's a thing mm-hmm. to investigate. Yeah, like it's gonna. Be, I think we're as a community, we're gonna be, come out with better guitarists, 
you know, like better social media pre- presence, like better musicians, better singers, more songs. It's only going to be a good thing if we're smart and we're safe about stuff. Um, don't just get drunk the whole time. Don't go out a bunch. You, like, it'll be good. It'll be fine. Mm, things and, will get back to it, normal. And, and yeah, hopefully we'll emerge with some new skills and new uh, ways to drive business. Don't waste this time. I, I'm like, it's as terrible as this is for the world. I'm like, th- this time I was like, man, I'm going to have a lot of time to get good at stuff. Yeah. And I think we still, you know, stand by the, by everything yep. that we just said there. And, and so if you want a, a, d- a deep dive and we do get into some gear stuff and some, some setups and, and if you're, if you're, if you haven't still yet gotten into sort of something like streaming or setting yourself up to do video lessons, I'm still doing them. I know some yep. schools are trying to reopen, but then, you know, next thing you know, it's back to stage two. So I've just, uh, I'm personally not comfortable um, until there's a vaccine really going yeah. into a, a public setting and doing lessons one-on-one. It's just not uh, something that I, I feel should be happening. And so I'm not participating in it myself. Um, but, you know, the video lessons thing has been quite effective and, and I've, I've been able to get a lot of students that way and, and still do my job, still fulfill my, um, my um, obligations to the students I have through Long and McQuaid. So uh, if you're looking uh, on how to set up your, your rig to do that, check that episode out. There's also a, v- a video that accompanies it that sort of shows also, uh, how to up the your rig. game though too, you know, yeah. maybe you're video streaming on your fucking cell phone, like a goddamn yeah. basic bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, like get a webcam. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get a webcam. I got a fucking DSLR. I got my <laughs> goddamn like guitar. I can do the helix and send, send my students these dope tones and stuff. And you know, yeah. you got the computer at your disposal. In some ways, the online lessons are way better. And in some ways they're not, but yeah, they up. have their own challenges. But the fact that like, like I've gotten all my students into Google drive. Yeah. So now it's like I'm typing out exercises and tabs for them in real time. Yeah. And they can, they can be updated and they've always got access to it. It's not in a binder that they're going to lose. Yes. With a bunch of torn up pages. Like, so there, there are some real uh, advantages to it. And yeah, I mean, I think my, my students are still learning. I'm still learning. And I think it's a really good thing. And, and yeah, you can, you know, it's, you can do it noise free too, right? Everything can be plugged right in to an interface yes. and, and. And uh, all they can hear, you know, if, if my neighbors are annoyed with me, um, you know, deal with it. But all they can hear is the sound of my voice, right? Yep. There's no amps. There's no there's no drumming. There's no, you know, super loud stuff. So, um, yeah. So next one. Uh, and I think I, I kind of got to bounce after this. Yeah. Um, so I think we what we'll do is split this into two episodes. This is perfect because we're on number 25. We're just halfway I through. I love that. Um, and this was a lighter hearted episode after a couple of episodes about how messed up everything was in the world. Um, our favorite podcasts and YouTube channels, we, we had a lot of time to sink into, uh, you know, whatever you wanted to at that point, because because everything was shut down. And uh, we just wanted to give our listeners uh, some some cool stuff to chew on uh, if they you know got sick of our show. Um you know, however that might be possible, I, I don't I don't know. But uh, here's the clip from episode 25. If I met someone on the street and I had to suggest one podcast to them that just got it and was like, they're they're a little bit off the cuff, but they're very organized, too. They have they 
release every three weeks. They're part of a company that release podcasts like that's what they do. Okay. Um, so it's called Reply All. Okay. And uh, they do like internet stuff. Um, but yeah, so the one that I recommend, it's called Instagram Thief. And they do a thing called Super Tech Help where they get a request from someone, like a bizarre request about the inter- internet, something strange happening, and then they fix it. So this girl had her Instagram handle stolen. Okay. Um, and the guy, he like messaged her and he's like, don't do anything about this Instagram account. If you try to get it back, I have nudes. I'm going to share them. And uh, so she talks to the guy from Reply All and they investigate. It's crazy. You, nice. you got to check it out. Okay. It's the, the best podcast I've ever heard. Reply All, Reply Instagram all. Thief. Sweet. So if you're looking for the new stuff to listen to, Reply All and, and any of the other stuff that we mentioned in that uh, that that episode, or all things that we're listening to inspire us, that we learn from. Uh, I think we m- mentioned a few YouTube series on audio production, uh, guitar playing, and practice. I'm sure we talk about Rick Beato. I'm sure we talk about Produce Like a Pro, uh, Recording Revolution. So um, yeah, get, check it out and, and, and some off topic stuff as well. Not, not all just music stuff, but stuff we, we enjoyed, uh, uh, listening to over the past little while. So, uh, Hey, Tim Albertson's in the chat saying congratulations on 50 episodes. Thanks, Tim. Hey, right on brother. Thanks for being a listener. So, uh, I think we, we both got stuff we got to get to here. I know Mike's got to teach, uh, teach some lessons. I've got teach to, uh, hop on the music Monday stream. And work on some uh, some vocals that I'm editing for a couple projects. So we're gonna we're gonna cut this one here, and we'll come back for part two of uh, our our fiftieth episode, uh, just our review of our, our past episodes and all that stuff. So I want to thank everybody so much for listening. Uh, if you've been a listener listener since day one, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your Bless support. You. Uh, if you're just getting into it now, hopefully. Uh, there's an episode or two in here that you feel uh, you want to go back and check out. Um, and thanks for checking out this one. And I, I hope you'll look forward to uh, what what comes from the future of this fine internet radio program we call the Music Guy Podcast. If you want to support the show, tell your friends about it. Um, turn them on to us. It's all about word of mouth. That's how uh, these things sort of grow, and ours has been growing at a sort of slow and steady pace, and we're very proud. I looked at the stats, Uh, man. Yeah. Like, them graphs, they they were a slope, and it wasn't going going that way. Yeah, they're ticking up, man, and we're very, very proud and thankful for everybody who's been listening and engaging, and and another way you can support the show is just by sending an email— Doing what yep. Tim just did, just popping yep. in the chat, being like, "Hey guys, love what you're doing." We that, that means so much to us to 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 get that engagement. And if if you'd like to send us a song to play, uh, or if you've got a question or a topic or a suggestion for a guest, if you want to be a guest yourself, uh, hit us up, man. Be our guest. Hit us up. Be our guest. <laughs> be our guest. That's the only lyric I know. See from that. my vest. Vest. Remember that. Remember that. I know the See My Vest song better than the Be Our Guest. Oh, that's that's what I remember, yeah. Made from real gorilla chest. Yes. Yeah, so good. Uh. <laughs> uh, the golden age of the Simpsons. Um, so find us online, musicguypodcast.com. You can listen to any one of these episodes that we've talked about there. Uh, our YouTube channel, if you want to watch the video versions uh, and or our summer video tutorial videos that are 
available there. I think I said video too many times in that sense. Ah, whatever. Um, we got our Instagram but, clips on there too. That's that's the thing. If you want to yeah, see the videos and, behind these Instagram clips, they're just gifts. Yes. And uh, our Instagram, of course, at Music Guy Podcast. Uh, I'm at Alro Music on any and all social media plat- platforms. Man, talking today. Uh, and Mike is at Bruno the Meek on Instagram, Twitter at Hebs underscore Michael One or tweet. Michael underscore Hebs. I'm not sure which. You're not missing. And <laughs> and uh, at MichaelHebs.net. So uh, thanks, folks, for listening. We'll see you next week with another recap of the next uh, 24 episodes, I suppose. And uh, thanks. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Bye for now. <laughs>